0: Shaka coming up at the bottom of the hour. So, uh, first of all, let's talk a little bit about what didn't happen. And what didn't happen was the Kentucky game. And just how disappointing was that for the Texas fan base, the players, and, and coaches
1: alike? We're definitely disappointed. They wanted to see it. What perhaps I wasn't expecting, uh, at least not quite to the level that I've heard it over the last 24 hours, is how disappointed and disappointed um, not happy at all. Whatever happened. Now, again, and, and Shaka is always going to be very diplomatic about it, and he and he was and said uh, he, this is a guy who obviously had come off his own COVID battle. So he said, "I'm not, you know, I'm I'm not in a position to talk about any other uh, team situation. We were just disappointed that we had to play that, and he was uh, couldn't play that game, and he was referring also uh, to the last week when they were really down to just a few players, scholarship athletes, but the conference rules dictate if you've got six available players, you're supposed to play the game. So they did uh, against Oklahoma. And in this case, they had just about, I think they were expecting to have everybody back except Shaka for that trip to Lexington, but they were ready to play the game and Ward kind of filtered down that it was one, maybe two members of the Kentucky coaching staff, and that was it, and that all their players were available. So there was, there was some unhappiness, let me put it to you that way, without them getting into great detail about the depth of their unhappiness, they were, they were disappointed they couldn't play that game last Saturday because now you're looking at playing one game with everybody intact for the first time in 20 days.
0: The, these two programs, we were talking about it earlier, but these two programs kind of mirror each other in a lot of ways when it comes to the the pandemic. Both lost disappointing games that they didn't get to play, Texas with Kentucky and Baylor with, with uh, Gonzaga. Uh, both, both head coaches have had it. Uh, both teams have had to start and stop because of, of the pandemic. In fact, these two teams are supposed to play earlier in the year in Waco but weren't able to do it. So there's a lot of – Similarities when it comes to bad, and I know everybody in the country's got their issues, but it, it, I just thought how that, that there were some similarities between these two programs when it comes to dealing with this pandemic.
1: Oh, I think so. I think there 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 were some uh, definite wrinkles that you could see. And, uh, and, and a lot of similarities between what the teams went through, what the programs went through at the time, what the head coaches went through, all of them, what, what they all went through at the time. Uh, there's also some similarities in how the teams are constructed right now. Both uh, have uh, you know a lot of returning players. I think the Bears are a little more veteran than the Longhorns, but, but the Longhorns do have several returning players. And additionally, they uh, also have, You know, everybody returning intact. We've talked about that before from last year. And now that they've gotten uh, their backcourt back with uh, Courtney Rainey available for the game, you you can say pretty much it's a battle of of veteran backcourts going at it tonight at the Irwin Center.
0: Craig, do you expect to see the success of this season carry over into program stability for Texas?
1: Well, I think certainly uh, if you have, uh, the kind of season that they're having and that they're capable of of having, depending on how far they could wind up going on this. Uh, sure, I mean they, they he had a good recruiting class last year, signed a five star recruit. I think they're expecting to have, uh, you know, more. They've got some commitments for next year. Got a good signing class for next year. So yeah, there's a lot of excitement about about it building here, and I think a big season. Uh, you know, finishing strong in the NCAA tournament, let's start with, you know, getting a win in the tournament, which hasn't mm. happened under Shaka. So if you get a win in the NCAA tournament, it helps, and every win beyond that, of course, only adds to it and helps all the more.
0: Go ahead. As I was gonna say, when you look at this game tonight, how can the Longhorns counter the depth of Baylor?
1: That's a great question, and, and I think you know, uh, if if Texas has everybody healthy, and and Chaka was asked yesterday, is everybody available? He said, as long as they pass this last test today, that was (laughs) yesterday, uh, and we we haven't been told that that, that no one passed it. Uh, I was kind of looking out this morning, by the way, to see if I saw anybody. I had to go and get tested this morning because I'm doing a women's game in Norman, Oklahoma tomorrow in order to be in their travel, uh, you know, uh, their contingent, uh, their tier, travel here, their bubble i have to be tested regularly with them so i went down to get tested didn't see any of the men's uh team down there getting tested at the time but to your question if they're all there and on the floor i think it starts obviously on the perimeter uh, they have to find a way to be able to score whoever's being guarded by davion mitchell they have to be able to find a way to defend Jared Butler, I think you'll see Courtney Ramey start on him, but it's going to take team defense on the perimeter to, to help out. But where I do think the Longhorns might be able to uh, take some advantage, and I was talking to John Morris about this, is the athleticism that they have inside. Not to say that Baylor doesn't have it, because they clearly do. And with, you know, big bodies inside like Bamba and, and Chumwa Chachua, you know, having those guys... Though they make a big, And, of course, Mark Vidal is, is just a beast inside. The slashing nature of the big guys for Texas may help them out a little bit in this game. But it really does start on the perimeter. They've got to protect the basketball well and, and guard well because we know how well the Bears shoot the basketball.
0: Craig, what, what's the tempo for this game? What, what, what would
1: Shaka like to see the tempo of this game? He'd like to see it run at, at their will, at their pace. Does he want it up tempo? Yeah, I think so, but I don't think he wants it, you know, race horse back and forth because he wants because I don't know that he feels that comfortable that his guys can win that kind of a game because if it happens, it means they're not getting back defensively, and that's where they've had uh, some issues at times this season. So I think he wants to make sure they're positioned defensively and then get it out on the break on the offensive and transition offense out of the defense they can create.
0: Craig, uh, one. Final question for you, and it's not basketball-related, but Texas brings Vince Young back as part of their staff. What exactly will his role be, and how important is that for uh, that football team?
1: Well, he's part of several uh, folks that athletic director Chris Del Conte is is bringing in as what are called special assistants to the AD, Jody Conrad, the former coach, is one of those to lost odds. The former athletic director is kind of a think tank, uh, and and he's going to rely on those individuals and a couple others to help uh, formulate ideas for the program, for the execution of athletics, marketing, a lot of a lot of different ideas. I think he wants to make sure he's tapping in to the uh, to the minds of those who've had so much success. On campus at UT.
0: Hey Craig, we know you're busy. We know you got to go record Shaka in four minutes and forty seconds, so you
1: better get going. We appreciate the time. <laughs> and we'll talk to you soon. He'll be he'll be ready for me. I'm sure he's chopping at the bed now that he's now that he is uh, through the protocol and healthy and ready to go tonight.
0: Correct. Thanks. Talk to you later. You bet. That's Craig okay. Way, the voice of the Texas Longhorns.